0: The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom.
1: Moms should get more credit. Back when I became a mom, I realized people thought my former career in TV news was more important than my motherhood. But that's backward because moms are raising that next generation and the world depends on us to do it well. So moms, this is your time to sit back, relax, and let Channel Mom cheer you on and equip you in your job as a mom. Because you're doing some of the most important work on the planet.
0: Channel Mom. We encourage moms. Now, here's your host, Jenny Dean Schmidt.
1: Oh, goody. Been on a little K. It's good to be back with you guys. Welcome, moms, dads, kids, cats, dogs. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage moms. We focus on your amazing value because the world sometimes forgets how valuable you are. The media forgets it and forgets to, to honor you. All right. If you need a jumpstart for your parenting life, we've got a quick fix for moms out there today and maybe some dads too. Today on the show, we're going to share a technique that can take away the fears involved in parenting and in that parenting journey and replace those fears with joy. The tools for this technique are probably sitting in your home right now. We're gonna teach you how complaining is bad for your health, how to overcome it, how to refuse to focus on the negative. We've got the author of Mothering by the Book on the show today and she's gonna share her tips with us when we return with the rest of Channel Mom. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at channelmom.com. The
2: Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals.
0: Delivering food, supplies, and medicine. Keeping communities safe. Making a difference.
2: During emergencies, we're always ready, always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com.
0: Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt.
1: Hey, welcome back, you guys. A shout out to the moms from across the country who listen to our podcast all over the place on Spotify, Audible, Apple, Google Podcasts. Really grateful for you who tune in via podcast. Tell your friends about it to uh, get us for some mothering encouragement once a a week. And uh, also, welcome to our friends on radio all across the country there as well in Oklahoma, Omaha, and Lincoln, Nebraska, Little Rock, Now also in Springfield, Illinois, Colorado Springs, Idaho, and Denver. Just so grateful for all of you. And I'm really, truly hopeful that you get your daily or actually your weekly dose of what you need as a mother to be reminded how important you are. You know, I woke up this morning and this is going to sound silly because technically both of our children are adults. Our son is 23, our daughter is 19. I still have a teenager, that makes me feel younger. And uh, they are living at home at the moment. My son is about ready to head off to law school in a couple of days. But I woke up and I thought, ugh, I'm a mom. So my mom's heart is full. That my house is full, and and my son's still in his room, and my daughter's still in her room, and it just, I just thanked God. I just, yeah. I, I imagine as a mother, you understand that feeling. It's it's good to have your kids near. It's good to be a family in a house and and doing you know pretty well. My son is ready to go off to law school, and and for the first time, because I'm kind of weepy about my kids leaving. Um, whenever they you know go to when they were when my son was in college and when my daughter headed off to college, I, I've been kind of weepy. But this time, I'm like, you know what. <laughs> He's ready and I'm kind of ready, more ready than I've ever been. So it's not because he's a bad boy. It's just that, um, you know, he's really not a boy anymore. He's ready to live on his own and he's ready to go do what, uh, you know, we've trained him up to do and, and change the world by what he does. All right. I just had to say that. All right, I'm super excited about this guest today. I, I looked at the, well, I'm going to tell you that in a second. I, I I just have to confess that the reason I booked uh, Jennifer Pepito on the show today is because of the subtitle of her book the subtitle is The Power of Reading Aloud to Overcome Fear and Recapture Joy. Because I just think that moms are emerging from some really overwhelming fears for like two and a half years, and they've kind of been perpetrated upon us. And moms want to have some fun again with their kids, with their family, and recapture the joy of life. Am I right? So that's why we brought on Jennifer Pepito today. She is the author of a book called Mothering by the Book, The Power of Reading Aloud to Overcome Fear and Recapture Joy. She's the founder of the Peaceful Press, which is a company pro- committed to providing learning resources that promote connection between parents and children. She's also a contributor uh, to places like the Washington Post and Home Educating Family. Family. So we're just super excited to have her on to give us her tips about how we overcome fear and recapture joy by this one little technique, and and you can do it basically for free. Uh, so welcome to Channel Mom, Jennifer Pepito.
2: Oh, I'm so excited to be here, Jenny. Thank you for having me.
1: So let's dive right into that subtitle. You you were a missionary, and and in in you know some difficult circumstances. Missionaries often live in difficult circumstances. You had five kiddos, still do, and and you somehow were led to say, I have to help other moms deal with the struggle that I'm dealing with, which was a ton of fear, and I'm going to read a little section from your book here in a second, but you, I know that you know that moms struggle with all kinds of fears and woes and worries, and, and some for some reason you were led to write a book with this subtitle about how we overcome fear and recapture joy in our lives. Why? Why did you feel like that was something you needed to write about?
2: Well, my, my kids are now 28 through 13, and what I realized over my years of parenting is that I was afraid for them because I loved them so much and I wanted to give them a magical childhood. Yeah. But when I stayed stuck in fear, it made them feel like they were the cause of my negative emotions. You know, they could see my face looking anxious and they could see that I was concerned about something. And it almost made them have the idea that they were the cause of my problems. And so Um. I feel like the most important thing about overcoming fear is that we start to convey to our children that we love our life with them And it gives them so much more hope and joy for the future themselves when they feel like they are a blessing and not a burden.
1: Yeah, that's so good. You talk about the importance of modeling courage and not fear for our kids. I think we think we're being... Cautious and careful and loving mothers. When we think, but what if this happens? I better be, you know, I better warn them and I better wrap them in bubble wrap before they walk out the door. And I bet, but but instead, we're, we're modeling fear for them. It's not really helping them. I mean, yes, we can be cautious with our children, but there's such a thing as 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 sowing that into their
2: lives that fear and that worry. Right? Correct. It, it becomes a part of who they are, and they'll either rebel by being extra scary, or. They'll, you know, they'll feel like the world is a scary place.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and you go chapter by chapter. But I first want to read something before we get into the specific chapter titles and what you're dealing with and what the the technique that you're using. I'll I'll let you have that big reveal here in a second. But this is you talking about fear in your book, uh, and I'm gonna skip around a little bit. I wanted to muster up the courage to make this move fun for my kids. You had moved to Mexico as a missionary, but I was awash with terror about our new life. As a young mother of five children, I worried about their health, their safety, and how we can continue to be happy. And, and then you go on and say this, honestly, I was afraid of a lot more than that. I was afraid that my children would get sick. I was afraid they would be kidnapped. I was afraid they would feel deprived. And I was afraid that my own fears would make them fearful. A mess of swirling fears caused me to freeze up and ultimately stole my joy. And man, I think that's a good warning, Jennifer. Thank you. Because I have struggled with fear most of my life. And, and recently, God entered me into a fear 101 class. I went through stage one breast cancer. And he just said, all right, girl. <laughs> You're going to learn to trust me and trust that I'm up to something good in your life. So, so I love that you say let's tackle this. This, I don't know. I think maybe sometimes we feel holy that we're, that we're worried and fearful because it means we're caring about our kids. But but you said no, no, no. We have to stop there. So so can you expand on that? At that place that you were in Mexico and that place where where you knew that daily you were not being joyful and it was it was hurting your
2: marriage and it was hurting your kids. Tell, tell us about that time. Yeah, and I, I think you're right. I think often as moms we feel like we're justified, like it's just our mom duty to be worried and concerned, and we don't realize the impact that we're making on the atmosphere by the, the way our face looks when we're scared, the way our voice is when we're scared. You know, and, and you see in the Bible over and over and over again, God says, Fear not, fear not, yeah. fear not, be of good courage, fear not. So there is a command from the word to to fear not and And not just to fear not, but to rejoice in the Lord always, and, you know, under any circumstance, to rejoice. I think that's it's I don't know why it's so easy for us as moms to overlook those commands. like we're trying so hard to be great moms. Why do we overlook that command to be joyful? I think we've we've made it a cultural practice to whine about the hardships of motherhood yeah. and to almost feel, justified in in kind of wallowing in that as opposed to saying, you know what, this is a gift. I'm raising the next generation. God tells me to do it with joy and with courage, and that's what I'm going to do.
1: Yeah, thank you for saying that.
2: I do think that
1: that there's this new—because I, when I read, you know, columns from mothers or, or when I, you know, go to a mops meeting to, to speak there or when I um, see moms out and about, I think, I think there's this new thing that, like— you should say, you know, I just can't get time to myself. I just want to have a Starbucks. I just want to go to the bathroom by myself. I just, I just am exhausted at the end of the day. I want to be left alone. I just want to take a bath. And I think, wow, I think we've made that okay. And I'm not saying that motherhood isn't hard. It's hard. I get it. And it can be exhausting. But for some reason, we, we think um, it's the new mantra to, say, to, to just tell everybody how hard it is all the time to be a mom. But, but let's get to your technique in this book. The power of reading aloud to overcome fear and recapture joy. And so you go through this book and say, "Listen ladies, if you'll just take a little time to read aloud to your kids, you can pass on these incredible lessons of life from from beautiful books and we're going to we're going to explain those books here in a second. Tell tell me why you came upon that technique. How do we read aloud to our children to help them overcome
2: fear and have more joy in life?" Well, it's funny because I I did care so much about doing the right thing and being a great mom, and so I was reading all of these books, trying to figure that out, and trying to get the exact right technique down. But then I was also reading out loud to my children, and I, one of the books that really made an impact was The Little House on the Prairie series. In that book, the mom is a fearful person, and she is struggling with you know, fears of moving to new places and, and fears of different people. But I see her in some rough circumstances in the book, turn her attention to something joyful, even though she's worried. Even though, and, and I'm going to interrupt her- you. Let me interrupt you. Because we have a little sound
1: bite from Little House on the Prairie that was on TV to kind of further your point. Go ahead and play that. Okay. I've never seen Ma so
0: sick before. Neither have I, Donna. Your Ma's real strong and Dr. Baker's doing everything he can. She's not going to die. Is she, is she Pa? Come on, it's no time to talk something like that. God takes care of those that love him. But he has to let Ma live. He just has to. He
1: will, you wait and see. So there it is, a little soundbite on television from, from the series Little House on the Prairie, which I read when I was growing up. My mother bought me all the copies and, uh, in the series, and I was so grateful for that. But, but you use that as one of your examples, that you decided to read that out loud to your children so that you could teach them about overcoming the fear of the future, which I think just about everybody has been struggling with for the last couple of years, by not complaining.
2: Can you tell us about that? Yeah, you know, that's what I saw Ma do in the books. I saw her just continually be in this situation. Like, there was one circumstance where her husband was missing. Like, he was supposed to be home the night before, and there was a blizzard raging. And she knew that a blizzard raging meant that he could probably be dead in a snow, you know, a snowbank somewhere. Yeah. So she had all kinds of cause to just go lock herself in her room and cry and fall apart and melt down. But instead, she played games to her daughters. She sang with them in every way she could. She redirected the atmosphere of the home to bring joy. And I think, you know, one of the things that's really helped me with with my whole attitude around mothering is is just seeing how fast it goes. I have seven children. The youngest is 13. The years of intense mothering is over for me. And all I have are the memories. And so what we can do as moms is just, you know, turn away from complaining. I mean, maybe you need to talk to a therapist if you're having problems or a good friend, but don't make it a, a daily practice. Instead, do what Ma did, turn away from it, and start playing games with your kids, and singing to them, and making the atmosphere a little lighter, Not, and it's not just for our children. I mean, when we work towards not complaining, there's research that shows that it changes our brain, it makes us happier, it lowers our cortisol levels, and makes us healthier. So there's so many imperatives for overcoming fear that I talk about in this book.
1: Yeah. And you use reading out loud to your children, that particular series to, to give that to them as an example. And it's a, it's a way to relax at night. So the, the whole point of your book is to say, find some things to read out loud to your children, to bring home life's lessons to them and bring joy back into your life and not fear. And here's a quote from Ma that you, that you quote, she says, least said, soonest mended and so she's reminding her children and she actually backs you back it up with the biblical instruction let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths but only such as is good for building up and that' was a great reminder for me just last night with my own children and 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 I love that you drew some lessons from this to remind us that actually fear is bad for us it breaks down our immune system I'm sorry complaining well fear is too but complaining is bad for us. It breaks down our immune system and, and we really have to make a concerted effort and we can and we can use the example of this book to remind our kids that complaining isn't gonna help us. It's just not gonna help. And we'd rather choose joy over complaining all day long, right?
2: Absolutely. And obviously there are strategies that you can use, you know, maybe you need a journal or talk to a good friend. But I think that ultimately there is an element of grit that we have to start to get a hold of Angela Duckworth talked about how grit is one of the biggest um, predictor of success. Uh And sometimes that means, you know, when when we are learning to stop complaining and having sort of some firmness of mind or some courage, what we're doing is we're actually cultivating that grittiness in our children that they need for success. And especially in the world today, you know, so many people are so easily offended or kind of can't move past something. But when we can cultivate a little bit of grit, a little bit of joy, we're, we're not only giving ourselves but also our children tools for success.
1: Yeah, in their future. Amen. I love it. All right. So as I said, the book is Mothering by the Book. We're actually giving it away today if you uh, want to email us at, uh, let's see, who should you? Yeah, info at channelmom.org, info at channelmom.org. You can win this book, Mothering by the Book, The Power of Reading Aloud to Overcome Fear and Recapture Joy. And this doesn't have to be daunting. Jennifer, you can talk about this at the end, but it doesn't have to be like, I have to read 50 books a year to my children in order to pass on these lessons. It's more sort of like, this is a way to calm the atmosphere down, 10 minutes of reading at night to to instill these lessons in your children. And I love that you do this. Let's move to another chapter that's based on the reading of Charlotte's Web. And, And the title of that chapter is Overcome the fear of failure by speaking life, and once again we have a little bit from the Charlotte's Web movie. Salutations. My name is Charlotte. Charlotte A. Cavatica. Hi. I've never met a spider before. What are you doing? Making breakfast. Do you eat flies? No. I drink their blood. Uh,
0: please don't hurt me.
1: I'm making you a promise. I am going to save you. You're a spider. How are you going to stop them? With the right words, you can change the world. With the right words, you can change the world. And that's what the point is of this book. That if a mama will take some time to grab some great literature, things like Pride and Prejudice and so on. Is that the name of Jane Austen's book? <laughs> Is it That's Pre- correct. Yeah, okay. um, all kinds of books to to just instill these precious little values in your kids' lives. If you can't muster up the lesson yourself, you can go to these books. So, so tell us about the lesson that you want to pass on or that you passed on to your children from the book Charlotte's Web.
2: Yeah so like like you said the book mothering by the book is 14 chapters of different books i read aloud to my children and how they helped me overcome fear and one of those books was charlotte's web because i had a child who was struggling with learning and it was making me feel fearful like i was going to fail this kid i couldn't figure it out but as i saw how charlotte started or yeah charlotte started speaking life over wilbur wilbur didn't have any attributes to success he wasn't an amazing pig but Charlotte started saying, you're some terrific pig, and you're radiant. And that made Wilbur start to live up to what Charlotte spoke over him. And I think that as moms, we can do this for ourselves and our children. Instead of saying, oh, I can't believe you failed at this again, or I can't believe you're doing this again, we can start to just pick out something kind to say. You know, look at your perseverance, even in the face of failure. Look at the way... You, you started again, even though that was hard. You know, there are so many ways that we can turn even a bad circumstance into a positive and encouraging message for our children. And Charlotte really led the way in showing me the power of just speaking words of life over
1: those we love. Yeah, I think, and I watch myself do it even with my adult children. So instead of saying, I'm, I'm worried if you don't study for this test, you're going to do badly. Instead, we could say, I know if you study for this test, you're going to do really well. And and it's just such a difference when you twist the words to positive instead of negative. And and I love that you pass along that lesson. Again, the book is Mothering by the Book. You can win it today. Just uh, email us at info at channelmom.org. Can can you maybe share one or two of your most favorite lessons from the other books that you drew from and read aloud to your children to to, to draw lessons, to to draw them away from fear and, and bring them back into joy?
2: Yeah, I think one of my very favorites was the chapter on overcoming fear through leadership and it was about the Shackleton expedition. He was a, a Antarctic explorer mm-hmm. and he his ship sank. And so in this in this moment of really being victimized by the weather and all of his men being victimized by the circumstances, what they chose to do is to just um, pick themselves up and keep going and because Shackleton didn't give up on being a leader because there was failure he was able to lead all 26 men to safety and I really took that lesson from myself that you know I had felt like I would failed my kids in some of my earlier parenting mistakes and so I was sort of capitulating on being a leader in my family but this wasn't serving us well and so instead what I did is I forgave myself for all the mistakes I made as a mom and I forgave other people who I felt like contributed to those mistakes and I started back in the game and I think that for society today one of the most important things we could do is just start to forgiving those who have trespassed against us Mm -hmm. you know we have a society right now that's just so offended with each other and then and then when you're offended you become a victim and you don't have any power to change the world or change your life when you're a victim, when you identify as someone who other people can perpetrate on. But when you do what God said to do and just forgive those who trespass against us, then we have the power to start fresh and to make things different, to have some authority in our lives, in our in our culture.
1: Yeah, it's so good. We've got about four minutes left. How would you like to pass on? What you learned, I mean, you were very honest in this book, Jennifer, and I so appreciated it. You, you know, you, from the outside to, to a Christian woman, you might like look at this perfect mom. You know, you had a happy little marriage, you had five children, you were off doing missions work by the beach in Mexico and you think, oh my goodness, what an incredible life. And and then you admit, no, 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 I was terrified and my kids knew it. And so there wasn't joy in that. W- what what do you want moms to get from this book that they can apply to their lives when it comes to a, a style of parenting that that brings in books around the home to pass on
2: lessons and give our kids more joy than fear. Yeah, I think one of the most important things about reading aloud to our children is that it builds a connected family. You know, when you take the time to sit in a circle together, even if it's an audio book that you're listening to while you do something else, when you take the time to create shared memories around stories, it becomes a family vocabulary. And I think, you know, aside from forgiveness, one of the other major problems in our culture is just the lack of connection you have all these broken families yeah. which leads to more you know addiction issues and homelessness and all of the other ills of society but if we could start to build more connected families through just sharing stories learning from the stories and then learning to be happy i think that we just underestimate as mom the power of just being happy we want to be perfect but i think rejoicing and and showing our children what a blessing and a privilege is to be their mom is much more powerful than being perfect and so that's you know I've seen that in some of the families I know the families who maybe they weren't doing everything right but they were joyful together the outcome the children that they've raised have been just happier more balanced children
1: yeah amen and and i do think you're you're right about you know how we do the comparison thing and and we bring in fear and um it it, yeah we and i love that you say let's have some shared stories that that bring on lessons and and by the way, the best story. we can relate these books to, to biblical stories and, and biblical values and and it's just it's so important, especially with the digital world you know encroaching on us all the time, to say let's read a book. let's get a lesson from a book. let's sit down and even if it's a devotion, just sit down and have these shared stories. All right, we literally have about a minute 30 left. Can you tell people how to find you and the
2: book, Miss Jennifer? For sure. Um, on my website motheringbythebook.com, you can put your order number in there for the book or you can order through that page. I've got all the uh, major book distributors linked at motheringbythebook.com. And then I actually have a free peaceful life planner. When you order, it kind of helps you evaluate your life now and what may be missing. Okay. And so that's where you can find me. And also on Instagram at Jennifer Pepito.
1: Okay. P-E-P-I-T-O. Motheringbythebook.com. Bless you, Jennifer. Thank you for all you do as a mama and as an author. Thanks for being on Channel Mom. Thanks for having me, Jenny. All right, take care. All right, this is the time in the show that I thank you for all that you do as a mom because maybe nobody's thanked you this week, this month, although the month is short at this point, this year maybe. So I'm here to say I know you sacrifice. I know you work hard. I know you want your babies to, to be world changers and you're raising them uh, you know, with great dedication. So God bless you. Thanks for all you're doing. Hey, if you want to order my book, you can go to momyouramazing.com. It will encourage you, give you secrets of other mothers. It's I, I hope that it could be a real blessing to you. Anyway, I hope you're having a wonderful summer. It's almost over. Ugh. <laughs> it's, it's fun to be a mom in the summer. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening. If Channel Mom Radio and podcasts give your mom life a boost of encouragement, would you consider supporting us in order to keep our broadcasts on the air and serve moms and kids on the ground? We need help from listeners like you.
0: You can support us through a one-time donation or by signing up to be a monthly partner at an amount of your choice. Just go to ChannelMom.org and click Donate at the top of the page. New monthly donors will receive a special gift package in the mail. While research shows moms are undervalued and families are struggling to stay together, Channel Mom works to lift up motherhood and add value to your family. We depend on donors like you to provide outreach to at-risk moms in prison, in homeless shelters, or dealing with single motherhood. Our life-changing programs are over capacity, so your donation will help us serve more moms and kids. Be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Visit ChannelMom.org and click donate. We thank you for your generous support, and may God bless you for coming alongside Channel Mom.